What's up, guys? I am James Hake. If I can retweet this. This is the Hake Report. And I am live on, uh... What in the world? I'm live on Periscope, which is stream, which is Twitter. And elsewhere. And it is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. Thursday, September 23rd, 2021 A.D. Anno Domini, the year of our Lord. And I have a song to share with you. It's from a band that was, they were Christians. Havelina. It's from the 2002 album Space, Love, and Bullfighting. It's another sad man, weak man. All broken up over a woman, it sounds like. This track is entitled, If You'd Like, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) If you'd like. Hope you enjoy it. Cover your ears. Hit mute. But I don't think you'll need to do that. I think you may enjoy the song, at least somewhat, even though it is a sad beta song. Enjoy, and I'll talk you through it. And then we'll get started with the show, guys. If You'd Like, by Havelina. It's happy music. And I would like to know if these feelings show. And are you feeling fine? Well, I guess never mind. But if you'd like to go, I would like to know. The good doctor says, being hypnotized. Yikes. Music will do that. Watch out. Clean your fingernails next time, please. (laughs) I did. Who hurt you, Hake? Just tell us who it was. (laughs) I really like how depressed this song is. Worst Days of My Life was the last song I played. Worst Days. Thank you. 
face love in bullfighting, guys. No, man, it's just dirt. It's just dirt under my fingernail. Don't worship women, guys. And if you'd like to go, I would like to know. It'll turn you pathetic. Play some pixies. They're not, are they Christians? Where is the fast forward option? This is what Epstein killed himself to, says Buster Goblin. Fake music is fake music. No, this is sober music, not druggy music, guys. Don't smoke pot. Well, wasn't that nice? I felt that this was an, a great album. But anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show. fine. I'm a little thrown off because I I hooked up on I use Restream to multi-stream to like six or five now different platforms. That one is Twitter, which is Periscope, and Periscope is leaving and now it's going to be Twitter only. Probably much degraded service, even further degraded than it already was. It's kind of like when Microsoft takes over Skype and Skype becomes inferior and Zoom takes over. What a mess. And then I also stream, you formerly streamed on Trovo.live slash The Hake Report, but no, lo- no more. Been banned from Trovo. Maybe it was just a mistake, but I did hear that others were banned as well, including Real Vince and James and others, at the exact same time. Oddly enough, very odd. And what TOS terms of service did we violate? None. They just hate. They just uh, love money and hate truth and decency, right? What a mess. And of course, YouTube and Twitch and whatever else. Shout out to the Facebook crew, the Facebook people. And so I go on, they tell me, you're going to have to connect uh, to Twitter directly now 
because Periscope is going away. Periscope got bought by Twitter. Well, they're combining Twitter into Periscope, so I connected it, and now I have two streams on my Twitter, and I don't know which one to pay attention to. Oh, well. So if you chat in the Twitter and I don't see your chat, then... Here, let me see if this one is, is going to work better. Because I do see a few people there. I see you now. All right, what a mess. They'll get it worked out. Anyway, I wanted to tell you about some ridiculous insanity happening at the border. Uh, you know, the Haitians are invading. And there's, I don't know, we've been kind of overrun for many decades now. Twitter is beta. True. True. Shout out to DLive, by the way. DLive people. What a mess. So this is from the Epic Times. Over at the border, the U.S. deports over a thousand Haitians, allegedly. But the DHS declines to say how many have been released into the United States of America. They pretended that it was, the mainstream media was joining in with the, with the Biden administration to claim that it was misinformation that the Haitians were going on by coming over here because they were told, oh, Biden's going to open the borders for you. He will be very welcoming. And that was supposedly misinformation. I guess it was misinformation for a thousand Haitians if indeed they were deported back to Haiti. But it's crazy because the number of illegal aliens, primarily from Haiti, rapidly grew under that international bridge last week. And it was hundreds before that for months. Hundreds at, at, at any given time sometimes. Under that international bridge in Del Rio, Texas. Look at this photograph. Oh my gosh. That is like a... It is third world country. Supposedly, the New York Slimes quoted him as saying from an anonymous source that Trump said, why are we bringing all these people from as bloop whole countries? I don't know whether he denied saying that or whether he actually said it. They pretended that's racist to say, but it's true. Look at that. And they do not have our values. A corrupt country. Corrupt people. And they didn't stay and rebuild, as JLP said in a conversation with a caller. No, they came over here. They ran. Rapidly grew under the international bridge under the border last, at the border last week. Topping 14,000. The quick jump sparked the deployment of more than 600 agents and officers. 600 versus 14,000. Oh, my gosh. And look at that line of porta-potties. You know those mobile uh, bathrooms or whatever? They're not bathrooms because there's no bath. You don't bathe in these things. These uh, mobile plastic toilet things? Porta-potties. Whatever they're called. Lines, a long line of them. Disgraceful for these invaders. Repatriation flights to Haiti. And they're trying to repatriate them to Chile, 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 and Brazil, I hear. Officials moved more than 6,500 people from Del Rio to other parts of the border to attempt to alleviate the pressure, right? 
about 1,083 deported back to Haiti on nine flights through uh, September 21st, according to DHS. Department of so-called Homeland Security, a spokesman said to the Epic Times via email. Others are being released into the interior. And how many is unclear because DHS officials aren't saying, they're not even telling Congress who are not doing anything about it. They're just holding hearings and grandstanding. The same spokesman declined to answer other questions about those being released. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki, she's the communist with the pink uh, commie hat. Well, I don't know if you've seen her with the pink commie hat. She just made a joke about it. But she has that red hair. She's Trump's, no, Biden's, not Trump's. Looks like L.A. Hake. <laughs> yeah, I know. What a mess. She's Sleepy Biden's spokesman. Female spokesman. She said during a, she refused to give the data during a press briefing on, in Washington. DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas twice this week declined before Congress to share data about the number of illegals being released. On September 21st, that was yesterday, I guess, he told senators in Washington two days ago. He didn't have the precise numbers, and he wanted to wait so he could provide accurate information. Yeah, right. You just don't know, don't care. September 22nd, he still didn't have the data. Yesterday, you were asked exactly the same question. You gave exactly the same answer. You would think you would be a little better prepared now that you haven't... Now that you haven't been asked that question, you don't have that information? Now that you've been asked that question, you still don't have that information? As Carlos Jimenez, a Republican from Florida, said, I work 18 hours a day. So when I returned from yesterday's hearing, I actually focused on the mission. That's what Mayorkas responded. The mission is to keep them coming. But he won't say that. We will get that data both to the senator who posted it yesterday, posed it yesterday, and to you, Congressman, today. We'll see about that. We'll see. Lion? Jen Psaki said illegals aren't getting the Fauci ouchie. (laughs) Says Hugh over there on Facebook. Because they don't intend to stay here for long. Yeah, right. Of course they do. They let pregnant women in, the pregnant, um, or should I say pregnant people? <laughs> oh my gosh, so ridiculous. There was, a, there was the ACLU yesterday, no, a few days ago, the ACLU, the American so-called Civil Liberties Union, really anti-American. They hate America. Therefore, all these illegals coming in, they're for killing the babies, and they quoted a dead woman. The notorious RBG, RBG, RGB, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, okay, BG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the former uh, justice, Supreme Court justice, about some dumb thing that she said about abortion rights, which is no such thing as abortion rights. And here's what they said. I think I have it. ACLU. And they did, they did do some abortions on illegals who wanted them. But it's, that's ridiculous, too. It's just doing more evil for more evil. ACLU said, with Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg death, we lo- Ginsburg's death, we lost a champion for abortion and gender equality. This is the ACLU talking. Deport them. And on the anniversary of her death, 
which was the 18th of September. The fight to protect abortion access, meaning more death, right, is more urgent than ever. The dis- and this is a quote supposedly from Ruth Ginsburg. The decision whether or not to bear a child is central to a person's life. Well, she didn't say person, but they put brackets around it because she really said woman's life to her well-being, but they switched it to their well-being and dignity, which the government control, when the government controls that decision for women, people, they, say, they translate it to people, they, for a woman maybe, I don't know, they are being treated as less than a fully adult human responsible for their own choices, for her own choices. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Stupid Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and even stupider ACLU, because the ACLU changed it because they're protecting the imaginary delusion of transgender, because men can bear children. According to the dumb ACLU, they support lies and try to clamp down on truth. That's why they had a major war against our real president, Donald J. Trump. And they were... The ACLU are the culprits pushing this madness at the border. Uh, Alejandro Mayorkas crying about working 18 hours a day. Get a, get a temp or get an uh, intern to s- tell you how many people are being released into the interior. He doesn't... What a phony. What a phony world. How lame is it to go to another country to so-called help people when our country has an abundance of them? <laughs> when the country of you, that you're in has an abundance of the problems. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But that's the insanity. And by the way, speaking of control over your own body, there is a, there's a report that the Biden administration strongly opposes honorable discharge for troops who refuse the uh, China virus vaccine. Did you hear that? So they want to, not only do they want to force you out of the military, they want to say, you should not be honorably discharged. It should be dishonorable discharge or something. Or absent without leave. Who knows? No, they can't say that because they're kicking you out. Joe Biden's administration on Wednesday came out against efforts to prevent dishonorable discharges for U.S. troops who refused to get the China virus vaccine. Who's this black woman? That is the Office of Management and Budget uh, Director. What's her name? She has this black woman's name, Shalanda, Shalanda Young. I don't know what she's doing there. Office of Management and Budget. Said in a statement, it strongly opposes an amendment to the 2022 National Defense Authorization Act, NDAA, that bars any discharge but honorable for service members. The provision would detract from readiness and limit a commander's options for enforcing good order and discipline when a service member fails to obey a lawful order to receive a vaccination. That's what the office office said, adding that commanders must have the ability to give orders and take appropriate disciplinary measures 
in order to have a uniformed force to fight with discipline. They don't care about discipline. They're for transgenders and LGBTIQ and serving like crazy in the military. And illegals serving in the military and getting training. And uh, then they become better gang fighters against America, against Americans, and against law and order. They're not for discipline. They're for women in the military, which is only increasing the, the amount of sex out of wedlock that happens. And false accusations of rape and all that madness. And then there's murders that take place because they ha- are having sex. And so the passions get inflamed. And then so somebody kills somebody. And it's a big mess. You've heard about stuff like that from Fort Hood. Fort Hood is a mess. Women. They don't care about discipline. The amendment received support from members of both parties during a markup of the act, September 1st, authored by Mark Green, a Republican representative from Tennessee, military veteran, and a doctor. Why would a doctor representative of the United States want service members who refuse this vaccine to be uh, honorably discharged if, if they wouldn't even want them to be discharged, to be honest. Those are the best people. It reminds me of a Bible story. Back in the Bible times, the Old Testament actually, there was a man named Gideon. And Gideon was supposed to fight the Philistines. And he had something like a thousand men. Bible go-to guy, you may know this story better than I. He had something like a thousand men, maybe more than that. And... Gideon really wanted to make sure that he was within God's will. So he he did different experiments, I guess led by God to decide whether or not to go into battle and who to go, who to take and all that stuff, whom to take. Well, at one point, he took his soldiers down to the river to get a drink or maybe to the lake or whatever to get a drink of water from the lake. And there was this scene where there were some who put their mouth to the hose, for example. (laughs) You know when you put your mouth on the hose because the hose water just tastes so good and it flows great? What a great name, right? Gideon. Well, they went down and they went down and put their, their heads in the water. And drank directly from the water. Whereas a couple other guys, about 300 of them. (laughs) Bible thumping, hey, if JLP finds out, ooh. I don't think he cares about this. (laughs) I don't think he minds a story like this. Midianites, not Philistines. Thank you, Rick Glaze. Appreciate it. Shout out to Rick Glaze and people who actually know the Bible or remember it better than, than I. Well, there were about 300 men out of the thousand or however many who cupped their hands together and pulled the water up. That way they could be alert and looking around. They were alert. Well, maybe those officers who were refusing the vaccine are alert. Because you'll notice, anytime they talk about this stuff, the people who are opposed to the different mandates, whether they're right or wrong, whether their analysis is right or wrong, They are better informed than the majority who just blindly follow what they're told. 
which is what they do. And then there's, there's people who just blindly believe the mainstream media or blindly believe the uh, scientists and pretend that that's following the science. <laughs> that's not following the science. They're not witnessing it firsthand. 30,000 before God dismissed all but 300. Thank you, Bible Go-To guy. I knew I could count on him. <laughs> so they were alert. And so maybe these people who are, oppo- who are refusing the vaccine, especially if they're young and healthy, <clears throat> for the most part, maybe they're alert. Maybe those are the people you want. The cream of the crop, as they say. I told you about Tucker Carlson's segment in which he said that this, these mandates is, not, is probably not even really honestly lawful. But they just twist the laws so badly that they turned it into a lawful order, so-called lawful, with an asterisk. Kind of like how Derek Chauvin committed murder, but with an asterisk. Because <laughs> that is hardly murder, which you saw. Shameful. So this representative, Mark Green, a Republican from Tennessee, I would guess that he was, if he's a military veteran and a doctor, I don't know, there's a lot of military veterans who are the scum of the earth, a lot of doctors who are the scum of the earth, but I don't know, he's a Republican. A lot of Republicans are rhinos, scum of the earth. And a lot of people from Tennessee are the, are the great people, but there's a lot of Tennesseans who are not. I don't know, though. It seems like this is, he's at least trying to be somewhat reasonable to these people who are getting forced out of the military for not taking this thing. Who's... Is, can a vaccine be a who? A, this vaccine whose long-term effects are unstudied. It's unstudied. Long-term. They don't know. Because it hasn't been around that long. At the time, Green said he understood the need for a so-called vaccine mandate. Ah, weak. But noted that no longitudinal data. Oh, hey, he sounds just like me. Longitudinal, that means long term, right? Data is yet available for the China virus vaccines. Adding that service members who do ne- decide not to get so-called vaccinated and are ultimately discharged should receive an honorable discharge. Here's what he told the Epic Times in an email. I am dismayed and concerned that the Biden administration is trying to remove my amendment from the National Defense Authorization Act that prevents anything but an honorable discharge for service members who refuse the China virus vaccine. What a mess. This was a bipartisan amendment. Not one Democrat on the House Armed Services Committee opposed it. Wow. Wow. Usually bipartisan means weak. So this is probably a pretty weak amendment. Probably should ban... Um, they sh- if it was a better amendment, a better amendment would have banned... Uh, discharging officers or whoever these people are, the soldiers, against their will for just refusing this thing. It's stupid, right? Evil. So in, in my opinion, this is a, too much of a compromise. Nothing is more telling of the current political climate than the Biden administration refusing to respect the rights of our military and that every House Democrat on the committee voted for. Good point, man. Fair point, I mean. And in fact, it's not even fair enough. Yeah, people are complimenting me on my shirt. I'm wearing a, the Great Black Hope t-shirt. Rebuildingtheman.com slash stores. To get yours. Shout out to Lock Your Door for the design. Oh, there it is. And you see JLP. 
Wearing a hoodie, by the way. The hoodie that says, I am not a victim, though. This is before Trayvon Martin, that photograph. JLP doesn't want to wear hoodies anymore because of the Trayvon shenanigans. Remember that goofy, goofy black politician who wore a hoodie? He put on a, oh no, he had it underneath or he put it on top. He put on a hoodie in Congress and, and acted like, oh, blacks can't wear hoodies without getting suspicion. How about telling them to quit committing crimes with hoodies on? What a mess. Speaking of blacks, ridiculous blacks, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, the affirmative action, black liberal commie who wanted to weed out all of the racists, imaginary thing. Anybody who's called racist nowadays, usually that is, uh, you're back on trouble? Don't say that guy on a buffalo. Don't lie to me. Don't get my hopes up. <laughs> LeBron James wore a hoodie too in protest. Lloyd Austin didn't even deserve to be the defense secretary. He's been, he's been can, they, can you believe it? They're deport, they're getting rid of the decent people. And they have this evil man at the top. Lloyd Austin last month ordered U.S. troops to get Pfizer's China virus vaccine shortly after it was first approved by the FDA, Food and Drug Administration. Look at that guy. He's not even fit. <laughs> The only fit general I've seen was that three-star general who was in the Trump administration, the NSA director, National Security Advisor. Or NSA director? No, he was a national... I forget what he was, but it's something to do with national security. Look at this guy. He's old. He's fat. He's an old, fat something, man. That's from Hook. It's a children's movie. But look at that guy. What a disgrace. What a mockery America has become. They say Rome fell in a day. It was rotted out. And this is what's happening. (laughs) The order was backed by Biden pushing that uh, China virus vaccine order who has imposed mandates on all government workers and ordered a mandate on the private sector. Service members who weren't approved for religious medical exemption and still do not get vaccinated will face discipline, the Pentagon has said. So get your religious or medical exemption. If you are indeed religious, or if you are indeed medical, Rufio is from my hood, says Elijah. Oh my gosh. I didn't even particularly like that, that movie. I never really liked that Actor, that comedian guy, Robin Williams, he offed himself. He killed himself. Idiot. He has contempt for his elders. <laughs> no, man. Uh, China virus, COVID-19 is the disease caused by the China virus or whatever. The protection... Hold on. The protection afforded by recovery from the virus is known as natural immunity, and scientists, some scientists argue those who have it should not have to get vaccinated. Sleepy Fauci, or he's phony Fauci, says, oh, if you get the vaccine on top of being recovered, you have even more protection. But you also risk potential side effects, according to what I've heard. Look into it. 
Our commanders have a range of tools available to them to sh- short of using the uniform code of military justice again to try to get men and women in the department to make the right decision here, Pentagon spokesman John Kirby told reporters. Pfft. The right decision. You don't know. <laughs> the, am- the amendment. Why are you guys calling me hateful? What the heck? The amendment would create a new and overly broad exemption from the vaccination requirement for previous infection that would undermine the effectiveness of the requirement, said the Office of Management and Budget. What's, what say do they have? I don't get it. If the provisions don't say the in, stay in the NDAA, they could be passed separately. Four senators on Tuesday introduced a bill that would prevent dishonorable discharge for troops who don't get the vaccine. What a mess. They're turning the, decent, the best people into criminals and dishonorably discharged uh, ex-soldiers, right? And they're turning the, the worst people into, like, the leadership, like Lloyd Austin and Sleepy Biden and Pelosi and uh, that, that cackling Kamala Harris woman. Oh, you guys, are you guys mad that I don't like Robin Williams? Who could be mad that I don't like Robin Williams? Uh, the, here's some fake news from an atheist who doesn't uh, understand logic. Donning Armour says James Hake doesn't know about the virus vaccine, but speaks out against them both every show. Interesting. Take another flat earther call, buddy. Cash that paycheck. Good on you. Uh, I don't speak out against the virus or the vaccine. I speak out against the mandates, the commies. Anyway. He's an atheist. Don't expect him to be logical. Anyway, let me get to a call. Hugh in Buffalo, New York, wants to comment on the border situation. It's a mess. What's up, Hugh? How are you doing? Hey, how are you? Doing fine. How are you? Good, good. Doing well, doing well. It's been, been a while since I called. So. I know. Figured I'd give you a shout back. Um, actually, got a, a, a couple of uh, couple of things for you, but yeah. Um, so my it is kind of a question and a little bit of a, a discussion. But let's say your employer comes up to you, you know, your boss or whomever, and asks you to do something that you would view as immoral, or perhaps it's something that's illegal. Would you would you follow through with that individual's directives if it was something that you you know it made you very uncomfortable? It was illegal? It was immoral? I have like, no idea, man. I can't <laughs> even picture that happening. <laughs> <laughs> and and the, the the reason why I'm asking this is, um, I'm I'm having like this little conflict on 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 Facebook and and everybody and look. And look just, just so that I'm clear, I, I wholeheartedly support law enforcement okay. in, in every way possible, right? So, I, obviously, would I support a law enforcement officer that was doing something illegal on the job? No, but in general, I support them as, as a whole and, and everybody that works within law enforcement. Yeah. Here, here's my quandary. The individuals that are the Border Patrol agents that are at the border are, I mean, I'm going to get a lot, a lot of flack for this. They're, they're allowing the illegals to come through. You know, no matter how you slice and dice it, they're being told, okay, you need to let these people in. They're, they're all sitting under a bridge, and they're processing them, and, the, and these individuals are coming into the country. Yeah. They were trying so, to stop them. Did you see that footage of them on the horse? 
on the horses, trying to prevent oh, them yeah, from coming the up onto they, the land? The, the one where they said something about, like, they, they pretended it was a whip or something? Yeah. That one? Yeah, that's insane. Like, like the guy was just rearing the reins, and they're like, oh, they got whips out there, and it's... There is actual footage of them trying to prevent them from coming up onto our land from the Rio Grande. So that was on the the, the property, what it was like Texas or something. It was like a like a a ranch or something. Was that? that I have no idea whether it was private or public land, but they were trying to prevent them from coming up onto the land. Yeah. So then that then that's what they should be doing for sure, and then and then obviously deporting them or, or or sending them back. Yeah, but but what what do we do about the situation where a border patrol agent is under the bridge with fourteen thousand other individuals and they're processing them and then they're letting them into the country? And if it's something that they truly don't believe in, or it's immoral, or say, hey, you know, what I'm doing here is illegal. I'm I'm allowing these illegal aliens to come into the country. I mean, it's like. I'm struggling with this because they, in the way, are the gatekeeper. I understand that this, you know, this is coming down from the top. I mean, Biden's saying, no, you need to let them in, or Kamala Harris is saying, you got to let them in. They're like, oh, okay, yes, sir, we'll, we'll let them in. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you're, so you're judging, you, want to, you feel like judging the uh, Border Patrol agents? No, I don't feel like judging the Border Patrol agents. I'm just saying what they're doing is wrong. They're, you know what I mean? It, what are the Border Patrol agents doing? Well, they're allowing the illegals to come into the country. I don't know, man. You're not there, so you don't, you don't see what the border agents are dealing with. I don't know if you blame That's the... True. It's, That's I, true. I, I don't know if you blame the agents on this. <laughs> there, are a, there, are a lot of, there are a lot of dumb liberal agents who are for this madness. And we've hired a whole bunch of... Hispanic yeah. ones, because they're Spanish speakers, and some of them are, are want to do what's right, and some of them are not loyal to America or our interests. So I, That could actually be a very good point. But, but you're just blindly judging people, and you don't even see what they are doing. They themselves that, are doing. That is true. No, no you're absolutely right. They, it, but, it would be nice for, uh, for a cop, I think, to make a stand or... You know, there's, like in Australia, it would be nice to see a cop making a stand. There are a few who are trying to treat people right, and then there's a whole bunch, or I've, I've seen quite a few, actually, who are just being brutal to citizens who are not compliant with these ridiculous orders. And right, same thing right. with the Border Patrol. There's people who, wanted, who want to get a handle on it, and there are people who are just, they're just doing a job. They don't even care. Right, and I and I do know, like in Australia, there's actually a lot of cops in Australia that quit their job, and, and, I, that's, and I, also, I don't believe that's the way to go. Maybe that. Yeah, I know. It's I, hard to it's hard to say because I'm not in their situation, but it, it I would r- much rather have a cop stand on what's right, and if they fire him, fine. Then you, you don't have a choice. If the you that, know the what, corrupt leadership yeah, that's fires what Tim you, Poole said. they should they should just say no. They're like, well, you have to do this. No, stand up for yourself because it's 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 you know you're, you're infringing on someone's right or someone's freedom. Yeah, the cops should just say no. I'm not going to do that. But then 
then the question remains is, does the cop get fired or do they you see what happens? And, and Just take fired, it as it comes. Yeah. But people have to, uh, it depends on the situation for each person. It, Has to, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, a, as, as I was on the phone with you, uh, my, my wife works at a school district that's about 20 minutes from our house. Uh-huh. The, poli- the police are there right now barricading the doors because the high schoolers were going to protest. Uh, the So what happened is there's there's, uh, there's 17 cases of COVID in the school, <laughs> and all of all of the high schoolers were going to walk out today after a fourth period and protest. Protest what? And that, that news got out, so the, the sheriffs and... Uh, and the cops are all at the school right now, and they barricaded the doors. I guess they got chains or something on the doors, and they locked them up. So these kids are being kept inside like prisoners. What were they going to protest about? Like they, they were, were... going to protest because because they're they're making them go remote. Oh, so they so they're they're in school five days a week right now. Uh huh. And because of these seventeen uh, COVID cases that are like. I guess attached to the school somehow, and and it doesn't even mean that there these are kids that have COVID. It could be anybody who came near the school or in the school that may have had COVID. Right. So, if a janitor comes in and he was exposed to somebody who had COVID, and then and then the word gets out and they do the contract tracing, and if that janitor went into that classroom, then all the kids have to quarantine for for ten days. Wow, and they have and they have to get two tests uh, in order to be cleared. And that's a is that a that's a public school, right, over there in New it's, York? It's 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 a, it's a public school. Do you, do you want me to give you the name? No, of it or? no, no. What the heck? Okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, I could I could email it to you if you want, just to take a look at like an article. But it's it's like it's like all over the news now. Okay. Wow, you, that's you could look up that's strange like, that uh, they are locking people indoors. What is it? What, is it? what a mess. Yeah, they're locking them inside, and there's, I guess there's a bunch of sheriffs out there. The um, Some New York State coalition... The students don't have a right to protest? Coalition. I mean, they are underage. It's a high school? Well, that's, that was my question. I, I just asked my wife, that. I said, don't, don't they have the constitutional right to protest, like, <laughs> freely and peacefully? Yeah. And she's like, well, they can't just walk outside. I'm like, well, why not? I mean... Yeah, you, you know, if their parents allow it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So why can't they go out there? Jib jab says and sounds like a power trip. Yeah, it's insane. Interesting. It isn't. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. There's no, there's all kinds of insanity going on with different schools. I mean, it's it's been that that case power trips and stuff like that. I remember when I was in high school, there were different things that they were pushing on us, and right, we didn't but... we didn't always go for it. But you had a way to stand for, like I mean, like like make your voice heard, and I, I, you know, I remember things like that back when I was in high school. We, I, we never did any walkouts, but we did. A bunch of people did quit teams and stuff like that. What a shame! Well, I appreciate it, oh, Hugh. I have some good have news to. from Florida on uh, on these mandates and Mississippi, Mississippi. At least one oh, really? place so, in Mississippi that's not doing this ridiculousness to the to the kids at these schools. Silly. Go DeSantis, man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, 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 I am, uh, 
I'm pleased with what he's trying to do. At least what he appears to be trying to do. That's cool. He, he to me, and I'm going to get some flack for this, but he to me <laughs> sounds like someone who may be better than Trump when it, when it boils down to it. I mean, if he gets in office, you know, he's, he's, he's Hispanic. He, uh, he's Hispanic? I think so, isn't he? Isn't DeSantis Hispanic or? I don't think so. <laughs> no, okay. I, I thought I thought he had like uh, some Hispanic. The, the last name DeSantis is Italian. Okay, Italian. He's American, but I mean Italian oh, okay. is uh, it's it's borderline Hispanic. Let's face it, right? Might as well. Uh, he's a Mexican. <laughs> no, I don't know, man. But no, I don't. We'll we'll wait and see what he does and how he holds up. I I, I hope he runs because I I don't think that I, I mean what's the left gonna do <laughs> come after him as well and see that he's the oh yeah they'll go after anybody you know you know like that he's old the black face of white supremacy and you know <laughs> like they did with Larry Elder and try try to pull that with him I mean he's got a lot of support how old are you Hugh he, I'm uh, I'm uh, forty six okay all right. Yep. Cool, man. Well, I appreciate well, it. It's great to hear from you. Uh, good luck to you and your uh, your wife. And let's uh, let's keep on pushing for what's right. Take absolutely, care, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Sounds good. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Spanish is European, says Argalunas. I know, but it's barely. It's it's European with an asterisk, right? Same with Italians and. Uh, Irish. Is Ireland and UK and all that, is that even considered, does that even count as European? I don't know. It's kind of like saying, it's kind of like saying Hawaiian is North America. It's not, right? It's not. They're just islands, I think. (laughs) Awesome Donald says, boomer. No, he's not a boomer. 46 is Gen X. That's solidly Gen X. <laughs> but it is, honestly, it is a little bit of a... It is a little bit of a boomer to take to fall for this, oh, get excited because such and such person is Hispanic or such and such person is black or a woman or stuff like that. No, don't fall for that. You sound just like a liberal. Do not fall for that. Uh, WASP presidents only. White Anglo-Saxon Protestants. Yes, I agree with that. Some people had, uh, some people liked JFK, even though he was, he was a Democrat. He wasn't an off, he wasn't as off the deep end as some of the ones today. But I think, I don't know, I'm not convinced that he was such a good guy. He was very popular. He's too popular to have been a good guy, am I right? Uh, too Irish, too Catholic. (laughs) <laughs> was he Catholic? I think he was. And a bit of a uh, slut maker, I hear, but I don't know. I don't want to spread rumors. Too late. What the heck? Shameful. Shame on Hake. But here, this was not read in Hake News, but I touched on it. There is sanity over in Florida. Ron DeSantis and his, he had a black uh, surgeon general, just like Trump had a black surgeon general. Trump's black surgeon generals seem boyish to me. Tell your, tell your big mama. Tell your pop-pop. Tell your abuela. Uh, stay home, stay safe, or something like that. I don't know. So he was, like, boyish. 
And now we have an evil attorney general under sleepy Biden, which is the same attorney, not attorney general, surgeon general, Vivek Murthy, that Indian guy, who was an Obama surgeon general, pro-abortion, married to an Asian, not even born here, I don't think. Not even the fact that people born here, they're even suspect too, right? Way too many anchor babies. Shameful. But, you know, Ron DeSantis and his... Do I have a picture of this guy? This black Joseph Lab... Florida makes quarantine optional for COVID-19 exposed students. Dr. Joseph Ladapo. There he is. I think that's the Surgeon General. He's a doctor. There's some black doctors who are nice. Look at uh, Ben Carson. He was nice. Quite reasonable in some ways. He issued a new measure allowing parents to decide whether their children, who've been, quote-unquote, exposed to the China virus, should quarantine. You heard Hugh over in New York talk about, oh, their school is forcing kids to quarantine if the janitor gets the virus. Well, this guy says, no, you don't have to. It's up to the parents to decide, rather than schools forcing that on kids. Prior statewide rules required students to quarantine four days at least off campus if they were potentially exposed to the Chinese virus. Talk about overprotective from a thing that's, that barely ever hurts kids. People making fun of my, my uh, forehead. DeSantis said, Quarantining healthy kids is damaging to their educational advancement. Disruptive for families following a symptoms-based approach. And that's common experience. I forget what it is with regard to the virus, but with this particular China virus, right? But with regard to other stuff, when you're sick, yeah, you can still, if people breathe your air, or you spit on them, or sneeze on them, or cough on them, or whatever, you can pass on germs even if you're not really particularly symptomatic, but if you're, when you're showing the most is when you are the most, uh, with other things, the most contagious. It's like when you have mouth herpes, right? <laughs> then, uh, when they're flared up, that's the worst time. You don't want to kiss that person. I hear. That's from high school stuff, health and safety. The CDC is overprotective, just like typical doctors are. Oh, rest, rest, rest. Everything is rest, rest, rest. Stay inside. Basically, don't live. The CDC Centers for Disease Control Prevention recommends students quarantine 14 days if unvaccinated. Ridiculous. If they test negative, the CDC recommends students quarantine seven days. Talk about female-minded. The CDC doesn't even want you to eat medium-rare meat. They want it to be at least, I think, medium-well. Medium-well done, if I'm not mistaken. At least medium. You know how, you're, how a lot of you guys like steak, right? I like it. And, and gals, too. And a lot of guys prefer rare. That's where it's still um, pink on the inside. 
Still has some blood in there. I guess that's not kosher, right? You're supposed to cook out all the blood. Medium rare is the best, says Tex-Mex. Elijah, I only do medium rare. Vancouver banned rare steak. Is that Vancouver, the one up in Canada? Guyana Buffalo? Ridiculous. Well, that's what the CDC recommends against. They recommend. And so all these people following CDC recommendations are being overprotective, honestly. Overprotective. To the point where you don't even get to live. Yeah, a lot of you guys. Medium rare. (laughs) Jim Justice says, me and Trump like medium well. I know, I know. There's some of the guys here who like it well done. They must have come from dirty places where they got dirty food. And so it just has to be cooked all the way through because it has to kill off whatever germs and worms and whatever else is inside the steak. So they have to cook it well done. Well, one of my friends said, if it needs, you know, the A1 steak sauce or if it needs any sauce, that means it's overcooked. <laughs> because supposedly it tastes better. Cook meat? Eat raw, says Chris. That's right. And I think back in the day, they did, uh, they did, were able to eat stuff raw, but nowadays things are not clean. I don't know. Some of that stuff you don't want to eat raw. I know somebody, and I think it's happened to me with the chicken. You don't want chicken undercooked. I know a lot of times chicken will get too dry. But anyway, that, I was talking about these stupid mama commies who run the CDC who are, have all these recommendations. And so it just shows you that, yeah, you have a little bit more risk from eating rare or medium rare, right? A little bit more risk. Salmonella, right? Is salmonella one of the risks? I guess that's from rare, raw eggs. Salmonella poisoning. From eating uh, cookie dough. (laughs) It's so good, though. But uh, anyway, they're overprotective. When you get injured, uh, your coach will tell you to walk it off or jog it off. Rarely will he tell you to rest. Get some stretching in. They say ice, but now people say ice is actually not good. You should do heat. I don't know. I guess ice doesn't... I thought ice was good because it brings blood flow. But now they say ice is not good because it... Because inflammation is good. But inflammation can go out of control, so I'm confused about that thing. Anyway. Um, meanwhile, in Mississippi, sanity in Mississippi, and then I will get to more calls, guys, and we're coming to the top of the hour already. What the heck? Mississippi Public Universities, this is actually kind of good news, good old Mississippi, banned from mandating the vaccines. Oh, well, listen to this. Mississippi's Higher Education Governing Board has voted to prohibit public universities in the state from requiring China virus vaccines for students, faculty, and staff. Nice, huh? Very nice. Mississippi Board of Trustees of the Institutions of Higher Learning voted 8 to 1 to prohibit vaccine, excuse me, as the condition of enrollment or employment exempt, except at the University of Mississippi Medical Center and other clinical settings. Weak. Ah, weak. 
the college board decision comes as Mississippi Governor Tate Reeves, who's that boyish-looking rhino guy, but he is a Republican, but he's a total rhino Trump hater, if I remember correctly. And he looks sort of boyish and fat and silly. Anyway, he said his state is prepared to sue President Joe Biden. Good for him. Good for him. I'll take what we can get from a rhino, right? To block the federal government's effort to mandate vaccines for businesses with over 100 employees. You know Biden's rule a couple weeks ago? Shocking, but evil. And honestly to be expected, even though it's sort of shocking. (laughs) The new rule, which is under development still, actually, will require all employers with 100 or more employees to ensure their workforce is fully vaccinated or require any workers who remain unvaccinated to produce a negative test result at least on a weekly basis. I know people who are doing it twice weekly. And they're keeping a good attitude. They have to shave their beards. Well, they're men, right? Guys have to shave their beards, wear that N95 mask all day. Man. Oh, it's nice working at Bond. <laughs> anyway. It is expected to affect more than 80 million workers in the private sector. I heard that it was more than that. 100 million people total. Because there's way too many. Hake has looked at his Casio seven times so far, says Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I am wearing a Casio watch. Shout out to my buddy who gave that to me. Um, There are too many people working for the big government, I think. Working for the government. And they're now they're fear-mongering, oh no, another government shutdown. I have never cared. Has anybody, raise your hand if you've cared about the government shutdown. Press, press two if you really don't want a government shutdown. Press one if you are fine with a government shutdown. I'm just curious. And I don't know if there should be a three. Anyway. Good news in Mississippi and Florida. And also, there was a, there was a judge... A rhino judge, but it's still a, a judge who halted the uh, Gainesville, Florida, <laughs> uh, Gainesville, Florida vaccine mandate. Monica Brassington, Brassington, Rick Scott appointed her. He's the senator from Florida now. He was the governor of Florida. He's the tall, skinny, nice looking, too nice looking, weak looking Rick Scott. Governor, Jesse Lee Peterson's friend, (laughs) but he turned out to be a rhino. What a shame. Disappointment. I see a lot of ones. What are the sevens and eights? (laughs) I see a two. Somebody, Joseph461, really does not want a government shutdown. I see a lot of ones. Man, Godson, really doesn't want a shutdown. Strifecast is three. I guess it's, I'm not sure what that is. But most people are fine with a shutdown. CNN really doesn't want one. Or they guess they just use it because it sounds bad. Nick says, if my government shuts down, I shut down. (laughs) Anyway, uh, this judge, circuit judge, said Gainesville, Florida. Ever heard of Gainesville, Florida? They tried to impose a vaccine mandate on cops and firemen and city employees, right? I'm assuming it's cops and firemen, too. Well, she said no. Injunction against this, against this uh, mandate. Block the mandate. Oppressing the city employees. Nice. Three is for love. Love you, Hake. Uh, less than and three makes a heart, a sideways heart. 
for the podcast listeners, if you can picture that, the less than, greater than and less than symbol, less than symbol plus the three, uh, or left bracket thing, is a love, heart for love. Thank you, Strifecast. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm going to get to Jim in Idaho up next, but first, we are at the top of the hour. Man, we're having a silly show today, aren't we? Well, this is not a silly song. This is Havelina. It is probably the best song on the album. It might be my favorite song on the album, Space, Love, and Bullfighting, which is a silly name for an album, and it's a, sort of a silly band, but they're, I like them. This track is entitled Bullfighter. Hope you like it, guys. And um, don't commit suicide, guys, or gals. That's dumb. And trigger warning, it does have suicide in this song. So cover your ears, kids. But enjoy Bullfighter by Havelina, and I'll be right back for hour two. Hang tight. to town Summertime he'd been laid down The bull had took his winning crown And left him lying on the ground His wife and children hung their heads Bullfighter wished he was dead He felt that he had died that day all his pride was torn away The sky, it was a bitter gray And bitter were the things they'd say Madrid, Madrid, reach out to me I'm down upon a bended I need the fight to be set free Lord above, have you cursed me? Have you cursed me? Time had brought despair And all the news had spread Of what had happened there The bull had nailed him to the floor And though the 
pain was bad, his pride was wounded more. The bullfighter was feeling down. And though his scorn had passed, he wore it like a thorny crown. He couldn't take another day. He went up to the highest roof and flew So good. Have you cursed me? Poor bullfighter. Have you cursed me? Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed that. Don't commit suicide, guys. And then he proceeds to, uh, Here's a great song about killing yourself. <laughs> Sean Chavez, don't kill yourself, but here's a great song about killing yourself. What a mess. What a mess. The nails match the song, says Man Constant. <laughs> this is worse than the homeless Jesus statue, says Mathis Hetzenauer. Mathaus, Mathaus. How do I pronounce that, wor- that name? Matthews, Mathis Hetzenauer. What a cool name. And so I think you are probably... No, man, the Jesus... The homeless Jesus statue is way worse than this song. Sounds like Tom Tom Petty on heroin. Isn't that redundant? No, I'm kidding. I'm just totally kidding. I don't know anything about Tom Petty, other than that he wrote some good songs. I bet you like Cake. Uh, I guess. I have one of their albums. I only listen to Christian music. Vocals 100% garbage. Dead! 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 No wonder so many illegal immigration situation uh, issues. Hake is supporting them and their music. <laughs> Velvet Underground Lou Reed. This is good. Hake reminds me of Star Sailor. Yeah, you guys are naming a bunch of bands that I haven't really heard of. Because I was sheltered. And then also I stray away from the stuff that's popular. Because I wanted to be different. Doesn't everybody want to be different? Aren't so anyway, not everybody. Hake is super ashy. I don't see. I'm not if anything, I'm too shiny. You need a hands double. Yeah, people making fun of my my fingernails are clean and cut. So anyway. Well, thank you guys. Appreciate the uh this mess. But let me get to a first-time caller in Idaho. Jim is on the line, wants to talk about, uh, well, Portland, Oregon versus Idaho. <laughs> Jim, how are you doing? Good, James. How are you? Fine, thank you. Oh, good. Yeah, nice. I just moved here from uh, Portland, Oregon. 
Oh, okay. Idaho. So you moved to to Idaho from Portland. Yeah. Okay. And it's like night and day difference. I bet. There's American flags everywhere. Flies? And American oh, flags. Oh, flags. Okay. I was thinking, what type of... I've never heard of American flies. I thought you were talking about like house flies or horse flies. Oh, uh, no. No, yeah. there's a lot of flies here, though. Flags. Cool. American yeah. flags. Very nice. And uh, back in Portland, I think ever, like probably eight out of ten houses, they had BLM flags. Oh man! And pride flags. Did you say eight? Out, did you say eight out of ten? Probably eight out of ten. Wow, that's yeah. worse than even here in LA. So they also, when I walked into work in Portland, I saw like somebody had like a BLM flag yeah. and uh, stop Asian, uh, stop Asian hate. I'm yeah. Like, I swear, I think I think somebody's trying. They're just trying to make me have an aneurysm or something. <laughs> It's just completely confusing. It, <laughs> what? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Why is it confusing? Well, uh, there's a certain demographic that's doing most of the Asian hate. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because you're not ignorant. Like the people who are promoting both Black Lives Matter and the Stop Asian Hate, you can't support one without exacerbating the other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, true. Because the blacks are like, attacking the Asians. And mm-hmm. the Asians who grew up around blacks, they hate the blacks. And the blacks hate yeah, the Asians. Yeah, there's a certain percentage, yeah. There's a high percentage. Yeah. What a mess. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> don't get confused. Don't get consternated, though. Don't get an aneurysm. It's not good. Well, I'm not, I'm not there anymore. So, all that's well, that's good. Flag. So, you ran away. rather. So, you were a light. You're telling me that you, you hid your light from Portland, Oregon? Uh, it's a it's a losing battle. I think I listened <laughs> to Jesse Kelly and he said, like, t- it's a tactical retreat. Oh, uh, I mean that's fine, but maybe you're better off there. But I'm not saying in every case, but in a lot of cases, people should not run. Yeah, I, it got to the point. And I, I respect mean, that guy, J- Jesse Kelly, whom you mentioned. Yeah, it just got so violent there especially in like the neighborhood that i i lived in there was like they're they're now up to like three uh three unsolved homicides in the neighborhood that i lived at in north portland (laughs) so i'm just like i can't i mean i carried a gun with me everywhere except for at work but you know and then you're just then if you do i don't want to ask whether that was legal or illegal oh yeah i'm yeah i still carry yeah nice yeah, it, I wasn't allowed to take it home to work. But, like, it was just, like, there were so many battles, like, so many fronts that I was, like, just not agreeing with. Yeah. That the city was doing, and, like, the council and, like, the mayor, they're just, they're trying to destroy the whole city. The mayor of Portland is that, he's a white guy, right? Supposedly yeah, white, Ted anyway. Ted Wheeler. Ted Wheeler. Yeah. And I remember he he went out and addressed the crowd at the Black Lives Matter rally, and they've just kissing yep. up, and they still hate him. They still want him out. Yeah. Well, yep. the other, I mean, the other girl, the other person I was going for the last mayor race, they had like this lady, I forget what her name was, but like she would parade around. She so showed pictures of herself in a skirt that had like Mao and Che on it. <laughs> I'm just like murderous so commies. Yeah, there's just no, there wasn't really a choice in the whole matter. Yeah. So it was just, 
really unfortunate. And it's just, it's lost. It's, it's heartbreaking because it's such a beautiful city. All the bridges. Yeah. And all the parks and stuff like that. But I've like, been there. Run by. I love, oh, the, yeah? I love the Pacific Northwest or loved it anyway. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Se- yeah. Seattle. Oh, I prefer, actually, I prefer Seattle to Portland. Por- mm-hmm. Portland is more inland. Am I correct? Yeah, 60, 60 miles inland. Yeah, so it's kind of hot. Yeah. I didn't realize that because I thought Portland is at a port. Where there's a port, but there's no port. Is it on like a river or something? It's in between two rivers. Okay. The Willamette flows north, and the Columbia River it flows from uh, east to west. Oh, okay. So they kind of meet right like in Portland. So, North so there Portland's is water right around. It's just not enough to keep it temperate. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like the Inland yeah. oh, Empire. No, it's, not, it's not, no, it's not too hot. I mean, it's, I, they have the same weather as Seattle. It's low humidity and it's, you know, a lot of overcast days. So, right. But it's like, we did have a couple uh, days that were uh, like 115. Oh man. Yeah. But no, I just remember that, it, one time I had friends who lived in Portland for a while Back in like 2010, 2011, and there was this race called Hood to Coast, and it was from the top of Mount Hood or some place in Mount Hood, which is even more inland, I guess, and it mm-hmm. goes through Portland and suppo- supposedly all the way to the coast, and yeah. we got to the we. It, I just remember getting back to Portland, and it took a it took like an hour to drive from the coast to Portland, and. It was it just got hot. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh this yeah. stinks. The coast was much better. Mm-hmm. But Seattle is more of a coastal town, right? Coastal city. Yeah, they're yeah, they're right. They have that bay up there. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's uh, yeah, I agree. It is a shame. So do do you have a job and stuff like that? Do you have a family that you're taking care no, of? No, I have no family there. I just have a lot of like my family's on the uh, outside of Philadelphia. And you don't have a wife and kids? No. Okay. Well, I wish you well in Idaho. They have like a, this, I don't know if she's lesbian, this mayor of Boise, Idaho, which is a college town. It's beautiful, too. I've been there. I went one time because Jesse Lee Peterson spoke up there, and I was his bodyguard. Can you believe it? And it was like a college town, people falling out drunk on the street, which is kind of gross. But other than that, it's just a nice, quiet chill town, but they have this woman mayor, probably because of all the dumb college students and teachers, who is supporting the LGBT agenda and just being yeah. evil. It's sick. Yeah, I saw that. So, it's, you're gonna, we can't keep running. We, I say we stay here and fight it out. To quote Army of Darkness, which I've never seen. <laughs> I love that line, though. Yeah, he's, yeah. I met Bruce Campbell. Nice. You met him yeah. in Portland? <laughs> yeah. Cool. I, I got starstruck. I kind of <laughs> embarrassed myself a little bit. <laughs> That's pretty but funny. He was really nice. Yeah. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Uh, I'm planning on like going to the council meetings and stuff like that. So City council? Yeah. Like either the state council. I don't want to. Oh, okay. I don't want to dox you, but do you want to say what if you're near Boise area? Uh, I'd prefer not to. Okay, no problem. Well, <laughs> yeah. I wish you well with that. 
um, if you decide to go back to Portland, do watch your back because it is turning evil there. I mean, I, I can't really blame you, but I don't like the idea of people running and fighting. There are people who say mm-hmm. that it's the thing to do to to bolster up the red states or whatever, but yeah, I don't know. I there's you don't know well, what's going to what, fix things, and you we shouldn't it might be, be. I mean, I might be a part of Greater Idaho, so okay, yeah, true. Might, Greater <laughs> Idaho, that's it. That's the breaking up the states project, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. People <laughs> people were really set in their ways in Portland. Yeah. I mean, everybody's a victim, so... Yeah, true. I think it's just too hard to, like... Yeah, I just don't agree with most of the people there, so... Yeah. It's unfortunate. I understand, man. Yeah. Well, uh, I wish you well, man. That's cool. Let me know how it goes. You too. Yeah. Okay. Keep up the good work. Appreciate it. Take care. Bruce Campbell rules, says Stinger G22. Does he? Is he a liberal? Is he the kind who wouldn't hurt a fly? I don't know. That's the guy who was Ash in Evil Dead, which I did eventually see. There were all these quotes from Army of Darkness, which is like the third movie of his. Like he's Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, and then Army of Darkness, right? Something like that? And he... He had this line that was in all these Christian al- Christian punk rock albums, or well, two, that uh, I heard when I was a kid in high school. Not exactly a kid, but a high schooler. And it was said, go ahead and run. Run home and cry to mama. Me? I'm through running! And then he would say, I say we stay here and fight it out. And isn't that nice? It's a nice sentiment. And I think we should stay here and fight it out. But watch your back, because it is dangerous out there. But I haven't seen the other three movies, the other two movies. Let me quickly get to Paul, a first-time caller in Alabama. Paul, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How about you, Hate? Doing well. Thank you. Yeah, so uh, I was just wondering about, like, why do you think... It's better to get on a, to get a job than it is to be on welfare and disability. Why is it better? Yeah, why is it better? For one thing, you have more self-respect and dignity working than being on disability and welfare. There's a uh-huh. time to to take the um, you know what do they call that unemployment? For a short time, but I don't think that any able-bodied man should be doing that. I think an able-bodied man should be working. And even if you are a little bit injured, it's it's good to still work. Yeah, the way I see it is, why would I work, you know, a 40-hour work week to make $30,000 when I could just sit at home, have all the free time in the world, make the same wage, and not have to, you know, work? at all, and pursue whatever I want in my free time. It seems like a better deal to me. How old are you? I'm 19. Oh, okay. And are you white or black or Hispanic or what? Just out of curiosity. I'm, I'm white. And are you a, are you, at 19, are you into politics at all? It sounds like you are a little bit. 
I'm I'm politically indifferent. I don't really care about politics. I'm just concerned about my best interest and getting what I can out of the system. You know? <laughs> Are you a? F- How did you find my show? Uh, my brother's a big fan. He kind of turned me on to you. Oh, right on. Do you like my show? Uh, it's kind of boring to be honest. <laughs> I noticed you were like talking about the weather with that last guy. Seems kind of low energy to me, but hey, that's just my opinion. You know? I understand. Different, I understand. Different strokes for different folks. Right. And so, uh, are you? Do you have a job, or are you going to school, or what? I'm currently unemployed. Why do you call yourself unemployed? You're only 19. I'm I'm unemployed. I'm not searching for work at the moment. Are you living at your parents' house? I live I live on my. Own. You live on your own? I do, yes. You grew up in Alabama? I did. You were raised a Christian? Uh, I was raised as an Episcopalian. Oh, okay. You know, we were kind of nominally Christian, but you know how it is. More yeah, I secular. do. Secular, yeah. did you say? Yeah, secular, basically. You don't have... You don't have to answer this, but you don't happen to smoke pot, do you? I don't. I'm straight edge. I don't do any drugs or drink. Are you actually straight edge, or you just happen not to do drugs or drink? I'm straight edge, and I'm vegan, so very health conscious. And are you like the punk rock type of straight edge, or what? Yeah. You're into the punk rock thing? I didn't know this punk rock straight edge still existed. I mean, I guess it would. Yeah. And are your do you, do you happen to know whether your parents are liberals or conservatives? Uh they're they're like you know way right wing, you know, libertarian kind of people. <laughs> libertarian is not way right wing. Well, anyway. I mean, well, probably yeah, compared right, to like what how you, your school situation was, huh? Were there a bunch of liberals oh, at definitely. your school, do you know? Oh, yeah, all liberals in school, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and so you don't you don't drink, you don't smoke, you don't have sex out of wedlock? Is that correct? Not to be too personal. Yep. yep. Nice. And you're da- you're not dating or are you dating? Not dating. Would you want to? Uh no, I'm 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 an ascetic. So. You're in uh, what could you can you repeat that? As- ascetic? Ascetic. Ac- yeah. Uh Meaning you... Yeah, I forego worldly desire for spiritual purposes. And so you're, you said that you're not a Christian, you're Episcopalian, but secular, but you're into the being straight edge. I, I, I was raised as an Episcopalian, but I don't really have right. a lot of like religious beliefs. You know? So what type of spirituality are you into? Do you just... What uh, do you, I How'd you get this idea? My own path. Do you have friends? Do you have friends like this too? Uh, yeah, you know, I have friends of different faiths. I have Muslim friends. No, I mean, t- like you though. Who got you uh, into this? Not really. Uh, no one. I kind of just, you know, I follow my own path. You read about it no. online? No, I mean, I read a lot of a lot of different perspectives, but yeah, I don't really. I don't really adhere to any one thing, you know. Are you lazy? I don't think so. I don't think 
time wasted. I think I just don't want to work. You know, I've I've worked jobs before, and to me, it seems like that you have two people. Yeah. Okay. You have one guy working forty hours a week, working hard. You have another guy sitting, you know, in welfare and government housing, bringing in you know a thousand dollars a week or whatever, right? Or maybe five hundred dollars a week, not working at all, doing whatever he wants. Yeah. It seems like that guy has the better, better deal, in my opinion. The other guy is just like a slave. 40 hours a week is not working hard, necessarily. <laughs> 80 I mean, hours, me, yeah, that's working hard. But, it depends uh, on the job. Though. Right, yes, it's true. <laughs> people are, people are chuckling, chuckling that you call my show low energy, but you're coming off as kind of low energy. But different folks, different strokes. I, yeah. It's interesting, man. Um, at 19, do your... You're living on your own. You're paying your own rent by yourself, or you have roommates? Uh, I live with my brother. What's he say about it? He basically agrees with me. Is he working? He is not. So you guys, are you guys both pulling in welfare or something? Uh, You know, I, I don't really want to speak on my financial situation. I understand. A bit too personal, but yeah, no worries. Yeah, we have we have sources of income, suffice it to say. But you don't see the value in and dignity in work. Absolutely not. I think that's a sucker's game. What's wrong with slavery? What's wrong with slavery? Yeah, you compare I mean, forty think, hours a week, forty hours a week to slavery. I don't think anything's wrong with slavery. I think they're slaves and. Some people are born slaves, and some people are born for higher things. Right. Kind of oh, you think order. there's some? You think it's higher to be uh, pulling off welfare than it Absolutely. is to be one hundred percent? Why? Because you're you're not buying in into any of these you know lame ideas about working. Or societal duty, you're doing your own thing. You're your own man, and you're not constrained by ideals, you know. But you don't know who are you. You're not God to to say what's better. Maybe the tra- there's uh, wisdom to those traditions of work that you don't see yet because you're 19 and you haven't you haven't actually done it. So you don't. I mean, you say that you've worked a job. Yeah, I've worked. You did you not uh, find I- satisfaction in your work? You know, I felt some satisfaction, but also I felt like my time could be used better elsewhere, you know? You are the government slave, Nimrod, says uh, Asmador. Um, you settle for living on pittance and have nothing at all, so you can sit around and do nothing. Well, he's saying that to uh, a person on welfare. I don't know your personal financial situation, and I don't want to get too personal. Yeah, I mean... See, if you just want to feel morally superior to someone on welfare, that's fine. But that doesn't change the fact that at the end of the day, you have to sell your labor to make money, and a person on welfare doesn't. But people don't work because they feel superior to somebody on welfare. You're the one thinking that you're superior to someone working. 
the person working uh, is not concerned about you. They're, they're, work, they're concerned about their own life. And they're not necessarily even concerned about societal duty, which is something that you brought up. They're just working because that's the well, way to function in the world. Yeah, well, you, you talked about satisfaction from work. Yeah. Where, do you, where does that satisfaction come from? I don't know. But, it, but there is definitely a satisfaction from doing a job well done. And all of this f- imaginary freedom that you think you th- that you'll have by not working, a whole lot of maybe you're one of those people who's who is uh, very productive with your life. But most people, if they don't have an outer discipline on them, they end up the body turns lazy. I agree. I agree, and I think most people n- need a medial task to to keep them busy. Most people aren't <laughs> suited to do a lot of, you know, higher things. But you're thinking that you're for higher things. See, you're thinking that you're better than the worker. Yeah, I would say so. How are you better than the worker? I just am. I'm just born that way. It's just... What makes you better? I I have an aristocratic soul. (laughs) Are you trolling me? I'm not trolling you. I'm being very serious right now. (laughs) All right, man. Well... I wish you well. Check in with me in a, in a six months or a year. I'm curious to see how st- life goes for you, man. Right on, man. Appreciate you, Paul. Peace, brother. All right. You too. What a nice guy. <laughs> what a mess. What a nice freeloader. Well, we don't know what his income is, but it sounds like freeloading. I don't want to speculate. <laughs> let's see I wanted to see if there was anything else I wanted to hit before oh insanity in the UK you know with these commie shutdowns before I get back to calls hang tight guys hang tight the epic times reports 10,000 unnecessary cancer deaths linked to the China virus pandemic and lockdown very key and lockdown in the UK per report A lack of face-to-face doctor visits in the UK since the start of the China virus pandemic, so-called, may result in 10,000 unnecessary deaths due to cancer. So they're they're projecting these numbers, right? According to a report from University College London, published this week, they said a drop in emergency referrals from general practitioners in 2020 across the UK. By the way, UK is fat. Like America, obesity problem. He can't even pronounce uh, aristocratic properly, says <laughs> Ling Yenshin. <laughs> anyway. 40,000 late diagnoses of cancer in 2020, according to these researchers. The delays combined with the longer National Health Service, NHS treatment due to the pandemic, mean that thousands will die significantly earlier from cancer because they didn't early diagnose it. Study found more than 60% of people surveyed in the university, by the university, were concerned about talking to their general practitioner, their, their doctor, right? About minor health problems amid the pandemic. Before the spread, around 80% of appointments with doctors were in person, 57% face-to-face in July 2021. Well, a lot of people like the convenience of just talking over Zoom or whatever. 
the immediate effect of the pandemic was to delay early diagnosis. Even before the pandemic, Britain's performance was not up there with the rest of the world, said co-author David Taylor of University College London, according to The Telegraph. It's a British outlet, right? There is some evidence to suggest every month's treatment is delayed. Every month that treatment is delayed can increase the risk of early death by 7%, he said. Some of it is about patients not presenting, meaning not presenting themselves in person, worrying about being a burden on their GP, general practitioner. Some of it is about access problems. And I bet you that some of it is the invasion, because they've let all kinds of immigrants into the country, rather than having their own babies. In October 20, and part of it is being fat. Not good for you. In October 2020, a report from a healthcare analyst, Dr. Dr. Foster, said NHS's guidance was that residents should listen to this. Stay home. Protect the NHS. Save lives. What? Scare patients away from seeking medical attention last year. That only helps, that only scared away the people who are, are considerate of other people. Meaning the whites, <laughs> the older people, the whites and the people who are responsible. The ones who are irresponsible, they just, they don't mind flooding the NHS. I bet you, if it's anything like here in America. You ever been to General Hospital over, uh, over there? I'm pointing over here. It looks like I'm pointing. Um, it's like flooded. They just treat the emergency room like they're a regular doctor. These quote-unquote immigrants. And people. What a mess. Shameful. Being fat, harder to kidnap, says Colin Barrett. <laughs> what a shame. Anyway. Let me get to Nick in the UK. Nick, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Good. What's up? No, it was just um, it was just regarding you know like the situation with the you know with the Afghanis coming over. Hello. Yeah, into the UK. Are you Hello? there? Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I can hear you now. Yes. What do you want to um, say about the Afghanis? Yeah, basically, it's regarding the Afghan situation. I was just thinking, you know, like, um, but you know, like. Uh, I've lived in this country. Me and my family have been here over 50 years, 60 years. And there's many cases I come across, many, many cases where, um, you know, of child grooming, basically. Child and, grooming? Uh, I'm not surprised yeah. to hear that. And, you know, I just think it's something that you guys need to be aware of before you start accepting people in. You need to really know oh. who's coming into your country. Yeah. Understand. You know what? I've heard of of instances in which they've talked about um I don't know if it's Haitians or Afghanis who have physically attacked different people on our even in where they've been brought in as so-called refugees and it's not even legitimate refugees. And they've tried to have sex with different people and it's a big mess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, completely, completely. You have to look at Miners you have to look too. at first well, yeah. Well you have to look at you have to really look at what they who they follow and you know who is their you know, who's their perfect leader. 
you know, in their eyes. Yeah. And what did he do and how did he conduct his life? And then basically that's what their perfect man has done and yeah. that's what they're going to achieve. You know, it's just, it's just common sense, isn't it, really? Yeah. So have you heard about this thing with the UK, with the people dying of cancer or going to be dying of cancer because of this, um, the so-called pandemic? Well, to be honest with you, I've not really been following the mainstream media. I just yeah. feel like it's just a big, a big game, you know, to fearmonger. I try and use like other credible sources, you know, where I feel like, you know, you're getting like, you got, a, you know, you can work out what's what basically from. It. It's hard to explain to everyone else. You know, you make your own decisions, but right. if you, you know, you use common sense and like factual, you know, some factual logic as well. Right. As well as you, you know, your own experience within life as well, and you see where it goes because you know there's only, there's any good and evil, and that's where it goes to, isn't it? Really? Yeah. People, you know, people inside, everyone knows inside what's good. You know, what's good and bad. Everyone knows. <clears throat> yeah, deep inside, they know yeah. they'll they'll re- recoil against it. Um, well, that's because they're beta, isn't it? Yeah, beta, or yeah, they've brain they've brainwashed themselves or convinced themselves. What's that woman doing? Oh gosh. Okay, uh, I'm lo- looking up at Fox News. They have Nikki Haley, evil woman, on the on the screen talking about the Taliban. But well, yeah, you, you're, know, you, you that's fair enough. That's fair enough. You know, you just guys need to watch out. You know, that's all I'm saying. Like, yeah, I've got personal experiences in it myself. You know, with my um, like with my wife's side of the family, um, her eldest sister in a four. Well, she's fifties now. But about 40 years ago, she went, you know, she went through the grooming cycle, you know, for non-believers. Um, she was, she was groomed? Sister. Well, I think she was groomed into that sort of like, she was groomed into, she was seduced, isn't it? Seduced, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, whatever happened, she went through the mill and she's miserable now. I can tell you that. Yeah. You know, she's very miserable, very miserable. And um, with my wife, someone tried, they were trying it with her and I had to intervene. Um, and then obviously, well, with, not obviously, but with my younger sisters at the time when I was, you know, as a teen growing up, you know, within that environment, um, there were low, you know, I had, well, I had three sisters, I've got three sisters and they were all being pursued and, um, targeted. And, um, you know, that was from school. And this was, was from, you know, and was this all 40 years ago or is this stuff happening no, still to this day? Like, this is yeah, well, my my sister's my eldest is uh, about thirty. So when she was a teen, what like when she was in school, what about you know however many years over twenty years ago? Yeah, you know that sort of time. You know about sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. You know they start following you and they start gradually. It's like uh, you know when water goes on a stone for you know long enough, the stone gives way, doesn't it? You're right. So it's that sort of it's that, it's that sort of thing. Really. And this is UK. This is in the UK. Decades ago, yeah, 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 yeah. It's been going on for many years. Like, yeah, you know, you know, like I, I, you call us. I don't know if they'll know, but I'm, you know, I'm a Sikh in it. But I've, you know, since I've been listening to you guys, is I feel more, more focused towards you guys, and I've not in it. You know, like I still, I'll, you know, I always want to do what's right. Basically, that's yeah. what I feel like I, I want to do what's right, what's good, right. And that's how I want to live my life. And um, and you know, like uh, you know listening to you guys it has helped you know last couple of days i've been just like you know doing that silent prayer as well that you talk about you know oh, things get a bit tough and i just like you know just stop and it's you know it is amazing it's you know it's great work 
It's honestly like I just they should teach this stuff in school, which they used to, but they don't anymore. You, you talk know, about prayer. Yeah. Well. Yeah. 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 I yeah. agree. Yeah, it should. You we know, used to have we used to have prayer in school. We used to have it was we used to be. I mean, most of these universities, probably in the UK and the US, were Christian yeah. schools, and they were about bringing moral people. But now they're pushing immorality. Does London yeah. still have that Muslim mayor? I think they still do. Yes. You yeah. need to look into his history. It's fascinating, you know, for the people that want to just, <laughs> you know, get information, you know, factual information. Right. You know, instead of hearing it, look for it. Yeah. You'll, you'll be fascinated and you'll think, wow, that's why he's there. And that's why, London, you know, London is like this. If you look at how it's promoted and how it's um, advertised by every whatever, in you know, whatever media source it might be in America, you know there's something there, like Paris as well. You know, there's there's something there's something you know to it. Yeah. But, but yeah, but yeah, in London isn't London anymore. Like it's yeah. completely changed. What is London shame. is not what. Yeah, like there's there's no. Like, I can tell you now, they're like you know the white people that I know that were there. You know, um, twenty years ago, even my dad's family that were there, they're still there. But uh, the majority of the white people that they've just you know they've gone. Like you know they they've seen the change as well. Right. Man, what a shame. If you, yeah, well, it is what it is, but you know yeah, what? True. Not all of them, not all of them are bad. I could say that. You know, all there of are, but like, you know, the Muslims in there basically. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. But then not all of them are bad, like. Right. There are some good ones, but then it comes back to them, you know, that ideology of that you know, following your perfect man in it and that's what people do. Yeah. It'll be rare um, to find a Muslim who has come into the country, the UK, fighting for the whites in the UK. Even just because they're generally decent people, it's going to be rare to find somebody who's a really awakened, awakened to the evil attacks on on what's right. Yeah, like the old school days, they were the, you know they were good because people had like respect for each other, and you respected the country you was in. Yeah. And, you know, like, my family came to this country. My great-granddad served in the army. And um, so that's, like, you know, that's basically one of the reasons, because of his service, we got offered to stay here. Nice. But, you know, now I know I should have gone to America. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, you guys can be... I mean, I, I know that you're somewhat of an influence to, uh, to the people around you. Somewhat of an influence even though they are kind of dull, according to what you've told me? It, it depends on what... They, it's, it's more like it's more of a concern, I'd say, for your, you know, for your audience, and it's something to be aware of. And um, obviously, you know, have a wait-and-see attitude, but obviously look at what other people... Right. What's been going on, um, you know, around the world as well. You, need, you know, you'd be a fool not to look and not to take that information in. Yeah. Because... Um, you know, like if you look at your political system, what's going on, everyone knows that, you know, Joe Biden isn't that person. You know, Trump has his flaw, everyone has their flaws, but if you look at what the overall message is, like it's what is substance to matter, you know, substance, what you do, you know, what you say, you do it. And, you know, who's been doing what? Yeah. You know, Trump did it. Trump backed his word 
that's what it comes to. Back you talk. Right. If you're gonna do, you know, if you're gonna say something, do it. And he's done it every single time. Yeah. You know, it's um, you can't you can't question that, and um, it's just it's mad. You know, like if you look at the amount of, like I was shocked when I started hearing from you know when um, Mr. Peterson started talking about these Obama phones. I looked into it, and I realised, wow. There was a there was a program there where people were getting free phones, yeah. Free what? And I thought, you know, the um, the uh, Obama phones. Or oh, is that incorrect? Yeah, free phones. That's right, Obama phones. Yeah, well, it's, <laughs> yeah, well, it's, a, it's another way to influence people, isn't it? You know, yeah. that phone, however, messages or whatever messages, whatever comes through, yeah, whatever social media and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, it's just you know, I'm going to end it end it now. But you know, it's something for you guys to really consider. Well, really thank you, man. Into, innit? Yeah. Yeah, really, really look into it. Watch out for and those yeah. guys. Appreciate it, Nick. It's good to hear from you. No, no worries. Look after yourself. You too. Take care. Bye. Bye. Super chat from Pete over there on streamlabs.com slash the Hague Report. Pete says in this super chat, Hake be like, don't move from the hood. Fight it out and be the light. <laughs> Depends. It depends. But you don't have to move out of a whole state or, well, maybe part of a city. A bad part of a city, you can get out of. That's immediate danger. Talking about, oh, it's too liberal here. That's weak. To my, in my opinion. In my opinion. Flags. Too many Black Lives Matter flags. Well, if it's dangerous... Do protect yourself, for sure. What a mess. Let me quickly get to Jason, a first-time caller in Washington, D.C. Wow. Jason, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you? Doing fine. Thank you. Well, this is just so everybody knows, and you know, this is, I'm no white guilt. I'm no white guilt on YouTube. Oh. Nice to meet you online. Nice. Are you on yeah, a speakerphone nice or something? I'm getting phone. feedback or something. You're getting feedback? Yeah, I'm no, hearing my I'm voice online. come back a little. Uh, let me do this. Then. How about now? That might be better. I'm not sure. Let's go ahead with it. Okay. Uh, I think maybe my phone is actually... It's, I mean, it's not on speakerphone, but you, I'm holding you to my hand, but perhaps it's so loud that my uh, it, microphone is picking you up coming through the phone itself. So oh, I turned it down some. So could be. I can still hear you. Okay, cool. I can still hear you, but it's okay. Um, but if it gets too bad for you, obviously, just kick me off the show. That'll work. Okay. <laughs> but I was, uh, listen, I, 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 get, I subscribe to your channel, and I uh, when I'm working, I... Occasionally, we'll uh, step in and listen to you. I really enjoy your stuff. Uh, and, nice. Uh, you're back and forth with some of your callers. And it was, I, I don't know, it was about two, maybe three days ago. I, uh, you said something to, I, I think, somebody in the chat. I don't know if it was a super chat or if it was somebody just talking in your chat. Something about um, anger and, and hatred or something or, or confusion. And so I, look, I looked at the chat, and I saw some of your chat were talking about that. And so I thought, I, I'll uh, give a call, give a, my two cents really quick, and not take up much of your show. But essentially, I think that the, the folks in the audience uh, who were talking in the live chat that day were conflating hate and anger. They're two different things. Uh, what we like to say is that anger is a virtue and it protects the innocent. Hate is something that eats you up uh, in the general sense. 
in an actionable definition, what most people believe when you say just the word hate is that white people are evil. It has something to do with what white people do, and, and it just only happens for white people, and it's always directed against other races of mankind. Ra- of this racism, this racism notion, yeah. yeah. Yeah, are you? Yeah, are, so can you yeah, switch? Can you switch your phone? You said you were on speakerphone. Can you switch it back to whatever no, it was? No, oh, is it hard to hear me? Let me do this. It's a little is muffled. How about now? I think that's better. Okay. I'm, I'm hearing myself again, but that's okay. As long as you're clear. All right. All right, all right, let me see. I'll do this, and maybe it'll be. How about that? That's about halfway on the volume. I think that's better still. Better still. Well, we'll figure it out. I'm yeah. gonna run a, uh, we'll do one of those things. There's movies back in the day where the people would uh, get the antenna to work with the rabbit ears. They would hold one rabbit ear and put their body into strange, contorted, pressalized, <laughs> yoked position. And then finally get the signal. We might have to I do know. that in the end. What a mess. But listen, I was just, you know, I was thinking this uh, hatred in, uh, just as you said right there, it's a synonym. And you know, it's an actionable definition out in the world if you just grab somebody off the street. It's just become a synonym for racism. Of course, racism is an anti-white slur. It's something that, again, and it's an actionable definition. It's only something white people do or are capable of. It's something we're born with right. and inflict on other races of mankind. So, yeah, I, did, I, I thought, boy, I don't want these people who are having this conversation in, in your live chat to really think that anger, that there's something wrong with anger. In fact, what is love if you can't feel anger for that which harms what you love. Now, it could be a person. It could be taking a person away from it. It could be nature, just spoiling nature. You feel anger. If, if your sensation or, or if your reason for opposing it or if your motivation for opposing it was uh, almost like, I guess, indifferent or intellectual bias or theoretical objection to the despoiling of nature or whatever it is, uh, that's a that's a sad state, and it, it doesn't motivate many people. Anger, in fact, is a prime motivator of uh, human existence, and uh, so that's why we say anger is a virtue and it protects the innocent. It's, it's what uh, we refer to these as mean curatives. They're the opposite of what we refer to as mean pathogens. Like racist is a mean pathogen. It's an idea that's harmful to us. A curative is an idea that is good for us. So when we have our conversation with uh, folks out there, whether they're just villainy, signaling, anti-white ideas, or whether they are really anti-white themselves. It sounds like a bunch of the callers today have had encounters with plenty of anti-white people out there. Right. Uh, as I've been on hold listening to the show. Yeah, it's uh, when you have those conversations, one of the things they'll hurl at you is you're just, you're just consumed with hate. You could be talking about, hey, you could be talking about, uh, Standing in front of white children, you're standing between white children and Rottweilers. And if, you know, and if, it, <laughs> if anti-whites wanted the Rottweilers to get at the white children, they would just say, "You're just consumed with hate." That's why you don't want them yeah. to uh, to get at the children. That's why you don't want CRT, uh, and that's why you don't want all of these other curricula that they keep implementing on our children that teaches them to hate them. Because of course, we went through it under different names. Uh, but right. uh, yeah, so you're consumed with hate. Well, just respond by saying, uh, "I'm angry." And anger is a virtue and it protects the innocent. And you shut the conversation down immediately with these anti-white folks. But you're doing a great job, man. I, every time I get, to, I get your alert and I'm working, I turn you on. Uh, I enjoy getting you laughing. So, great show. Well, I appreciate it, man. I think that 
I don't know if you listen to Jesse Lee Peterson or if you're fam- that familiar with him. I know if you've heard of, of him at least a little bit. But yeah. he's, he makes the point that there's really no difference between anger and hatred. And I understand your point that this term of, oh, oh we fight hate, they're the, they're the ones who are hateful. They hate the truth. Like all this no hate mm-hmm. stuff we get about to protect the gays from the truth and stuff like that, or to protect the POCs from the truth. And I understand that, but when um, there's like any, anything, anything that is emotion-led, at least according to JLP, is rooted in hatred, including people's emotional love for one another. It's rooted in a, in a hatred that we're supposed to overcome and just be logical, which is, which is, what, your, which is what your response really presents, is just being logical. I'm just protecting... I'm just protecting my kids, for example, right? With with the Rot, Rot, Rottweiler example. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that um, I get the the notion that people throw around the word hate, but I think that that's there's a good and an evil version, a true and a false version of morality in the world. The true version of morality is is the truth. And then the false version of morality is what you see Sleepy Joe pushing, what you see yeah. most of the Christians pushing who are not true Christians. I don't know if you, I don't even know if you're a Christian at all, but um, there's a whole lot of phoniness in the Christian world and in the and across the world. So there's a false version of hate that they only whites are guilty of, for example. <laughs> And then there's the true version of, there's the true reality of hate, which is, it, in, it can infect anybody. It made Dylan Roof, uh, it made Dylan Roof go with the accelerationist idea, which was not right. It made, uh, the, it makes blacks attack whites, it makes blacks attack other blacks, and it makes women raise their children wrong and weak and everything else. So I... I still hold on to the notion that hate and anger are are the same. I think that that is. I think Jesse's right about that. He's really an expert on it. Um, but I definitely understand your point that you can say you can just. I mean, J- Tr- Donald Trump himself said, "I am angry," and he wrote a, this book talking about how he is angry at what's going on in the country. And yet, I never took Donald Trump to be an emotional person that that was not anger was not a a weakness that they exploited they would call him angry but he was just standing on what was right when when he would stand on what was right people can say oh he had other weaknesses but i don't think people claimed that he was petty i don't know i liked the stands that he took overall i don't know what you thought about trump Oh, well, there were plenty of uh, plenty of good things, and, and I encourage people to vote for him. Uh, regrettably, he didn't come through on a great many of his promises. He did endeavor to do some things, and he did accomplish a tiny bit. Yeah, uh, but uh, once he was in, once he was in, it was it was uh, deer in headlights and uh, <laughs> a lot of promises that never came through. For us. a lot like Bush and everybody else. Yeah, but it's, but it's interesting. I mean, you're, the, the position uh, of uh, and so, you know, it's okay to disagree. It's, it's interesting the position of uh, hate or anger, rather, uh, being being the same as hate.
because then that means love is nearly theory, and I don't I don't know that love is uh, is theory. Uh, I, I've never attempted to. I mean, I'll have to think about that. Um, the the love that one feels for a lover, the one, the love that one feels for a child, the love that one feels for a parent, different types of love. Yeah, but it's a feel. It's not a. We don't. We don't think we don't think about love in the same way that we think about uh, other theories. I mean, we could run down the list of con- of conceptual notions. I think uh, I think most people don't know what love is, and that's why people say, "Oh, I I loved him," and then later on they hate each other and they kill each other, or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? They get divorced. They can't stand each other, or uh, I think that that emotional version of love is. Uh, it's a. It's fine to a point, but it has to be contained by what's right and by logic. Oh well, without question, you've got yeah. to be governed with reason, logic, and evidence. Somebody like Dylan Roof would say that that individual followed the path the anti-whites have provided for him and the anti-white narrative to be the villain in their story, to be I the know. bad guy in their story, rather than the hero in ours. They lick so, yeah, their he chops. Ended up being a monster. They lick their chops anytime a white does that stuff. They love it when whites do that stuff. When they shoot up a oh, synagogue yeah, or whatever. Precisely. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what, yeah. Precisely. They create the so, monsters that they, uh, they conjure them. It's, That's it's right. pretty insane. It's, it's yeah, evil. 100%. Well, I appreciate talking with you, Jason. Your phone is still kind of messed up. Well, I'll have to bring you on the show sometime if you are ever free. I know you are working most of the time during my during my, my show, but... Uh, I'll make time for you. That sounds great, man. Appreciate you calling in. All right, thank you, brother. And be careful in D.C. It's wild over there. <laughs> <laughs> it is wild. I will be. Thank you. All right, take care. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Wow, that's cool. You know, uh, that atheist guy, is he, still, is he still in the chat? I made fun of the atheists um, donning armor. Is how I heard first heard about no white guilt. Right on, no white guilt. That's Jason. That's cool. So anyway, guys, this is just about the end of the show. They are pushing this globalism mess, but stay with what's right. And by the way, don't miss the God's Learning Channel. Jesse Lee Peterson interview gonna be premiering today 4 p.m pacific time i'm excited about it it's this guy whom he interviews about basically men's rights but also divorce and cheating and sex and relationships and children and the courts and police i think you will like it all right guys take care